um, we got to make a, a new black podcast LLC so that you know we can write this off. You can write it off. Uh, yeah, this I hope so. Right. We ready? All right. Um, how we doing? Baguan. Uh, we're back with the new black podcast after a brief hiatus. You know, life came at us fast and consistently. And this is very impromptu, isn't it? This is very impromptu. <laughs> um, you know, where are we right now, Herb? Bro, we are at an engagement party for our good friends, mm. Rob and Jordan. Um, we went to Kenyan with them. Um, they're not going to be featured on the podcast, even though we might be able to bring them out. But I don't want to ruin, you know... I don't want to put too much on them. There's already a big stressful day, but it's a big day for them. Yeah. Because, you know, we're celebrating their engagement. There's a lot of lords. Yeah. It's a lot of lords here. And or owls. Or owls. Hoo. We're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to go there. Um, but, yeah, man, what are we talking about today? Well, um, what, I'll get to what we're talking about. But it's funny when I've been mentioning to folks that, oh, my friends, are they, they got engaged. Like, people's minds are like automatically go to like oh are they gay I'm like, <laughs> no like <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they're just like i'm like there's one's a guy one's a girl they're both my friends they're getting engaged they're like oh I'm like yeah like Jeez, is that bro. not is that uncommon like you know your friends getting engaged? and we're like 20 or like 20 something like yeah. i don't like i don't know i don't want to make that generalization I'm not going to say that generalization, right, though, but <laughs> I'm not going to make that generalization. But I know I've never gotten that because most of our, like, we have, we have, we already had one wedding yep. in our friend group. Yeah. Now we have two more yep. coming up to look forward to. Mm-hmm. I better get an invitation, Rob, if you're hearing this, you got, look, look, just because you invited me to your engagement party doesn't mean I don't want to go to the wedding. All right. You know how I would feel if I was admitted from the invitation list, I would feel like Objections? I got one. <laughs> Pull up out of nowhere. Just wearing a polo shirt or something. Not exactly. For the at all. But like, that's one of those moments where they play the small violin. Oh, yeah. SpongeBob. I would be really deep in my bag. We've been through so much together. Yeah, exactly. I was literally Jordan's TA. Oh, my goodness. Played football with Rob, and he broke his leg every year. He did. <laughs> that, that is very unfortunate. Um,. But you should, you know, if you're listening to this, football's a great sport. Oh, you yeah. Know, you play it fast. You At least don't it wasn't hurt. a head injury. Don't think about it too much. Um, so what are we talking about today? Uh, I know we definitely need to talk about this something in the water, yeah. um, you know, event that, that went down a couple weekends ago. We could talk a little bit about Justin Timberlake <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. and his ode to D.C. Definitely want to talk about that. Uh, yeah, maybe address some of the logistics, the the mosh pits. You know, the actual artists waiting for Toby Nwigwe. Can uh, we start with Justin Timberlake? Yeah, let's just go because ahead. Because this ahead. is an issue with Justin Timberlake's thing. Because we always we talked about the appropriation of black culture before, mm. and Justin Timberlake is no exception to that. Yeah, really, especially with his work with Timberland and all that. However, when Justin Timberlake comes to Washington D.C., Chocolate City, if you will, home of go-go music and the bounce beat which is really where this movement comes from, and comes up on a stage in front of the massive DMVNs, whatever we were called, and goes, DC, beat your feet, <laughs> and proceeds to river dance in front of tens of thousands of people is beyond me, honestly. That was so bad. Uh, but I will say, like, when I was there, I wasn't really, like, 
close enough to to like actually see what was happening. I couldn't actually see his feet. But when I got on Twitter, you know, later that night and I saw it, I I gasped. That was atrocious. <laughs> I was appalled. I was truly taken aback. Uh, I think he was wearing hiking boots. Oh lord, I don't know about that. He was wearing hiking. No, no, no. I've seen a lot of people you, saying that you can't beat your feet. Well, well first of all, in hiking boots. Well, first of all, beating your feet is a as a dance that origin. Well, there's other uh, other cities have like sort of adopted the same similar movement. Yeah. Um, but beating your feet is a dance generally done to go-go music, specifically a bounce beat. Right. Um, bands like XIB, uh, New Impressions, Backyard Band that are originated in the DC area for this uh, genre of music. Chuck Brown is the most popular of them rest in peace but beating your feet is really just it's all in the, like the the knee and below yeah the yeah. knee and below if you don't got flexibility in you there you can't do it you really can't do it i can't do it I, that's what i was gonna say i can't do it either no. i don't try to do it no. you know like that's one of those things it separates the good from the great uh if someone says they can beat their feet like yeah. you really hold them to that yeah. like you're just like no you can't do it yes you can't do it it's not one of those things oh we all beat our feet it's no, like not at that, all that, that is that is a given talent and you know it would have been dope because actually Bia did this. Oh. Bia, when she brought out, when she was like, oh, who can get sturdy? Who can get sturdy? <laughs> oh, no, oh, go that's, ahead. That's go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, I see. Oh, oh no, you're, you're fine. Very impromptu podcast, guys. Yeah, no, you know, I love we're it. Going, we're going with the vibes today. Exactly. Um, it's summer. It's a little bit laid back. Um, but yeah, no, I thought Bia was really like Bia. Bia was a highlight for me. Oh yeah, so what I was saying Bia went and was like, oh who can get sturdy and she brought out she brings out somebody to the stage yeah. and they dance with Bia which yeah. is a dope and he was Dominican and was hilarious yes but Justin you're in DC yeah bro one of these ninjas knows how to beat their feet yeah you gotta outsource you know that, that part of the program to exactly. someone else and Justin Timberlake's not known for dancing no and he was doing great up until that point he I wasn't was at the great. show you he, were I, yeah I was there um yeah, but also, okay, to that point, right, like, logistics, you know, we weren't really, like, we were there together, but we weren't really there together. Not at all. Um, so basically, you know, you showed up at this thing, you walk through the gates, if you're there before, like, 4 p.m., you're good, you can walk around peacefully, get yourself some water, they had the vendors there, the D.C., you know, local vendors, it was nice, overpriced, but still good, um, at a certain point in the day, you just weren't going to move around. Not at all. Uh, so what were your thoughts on the logistics of this you know, program? The logistics event? was the worst part about the whole okay. affair. Yeah. Really the worst part about the whole affair. Yeah. Everything food-wise, lineup-wise, music, there's some technical difficulties you expect that with any performance, really. Yeah. But logistically, hosting a full music festival that size and what is Independence Avenue. So if you know DC, right in front of the Air and Space Museum, that little street yeah. is where the festival was held. And there were three different stages, one on opposite ends of Independence Avenue, and then one that was right pretty much 
almost yeah. catacorner yeah. to the main stage so, of the actual right. festival, which causes this bottleneck of humanity. People's falling out. Everybody trying not to beat Travis. Yeah, so we, so one thing we did do together was we went to uh, Toby Nwigwe. You know, we had to make a decision. We're like, are we seeing Toby Nwigwe? Are we seeing Sid? Are we seeing Black? We went with Toby. Yeah. Um, was it a mistake? I won't call it quite that. Was it something uh, you might wonder if you regret it or not? Yeah. You know, the reason being, and, and I mean, I, I'm not even going to say no offense. He was on African time. He, yeah, he, he, he was on West African time because that man. I'm putting up. that. To, I'm putting that to the to, to the to the sound difficulties that they were having. Yeah, that I, that apparently they were having. Right. It seemed like they were struggling for a little bit. But, but yeah, but look, trust we, me, I learned about that this weekend. That weekend we, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we had been waiting right for like 30, 45 minutes, and then he walked up. Yeah. So sure, bro. We weren't waiting I, for the bro. We weren't waiting for thirty four. He was supposed to go on at 6.30. Yeah, he went on at 8.30. He didn't get on like at 8 until like 8.30. Yeah, it was a full two hours. Uh, and it was problematic. And then here's where the logistics comes in because people were not just waiting for him, but they were also waiting for Lucky Day, who was supposed to come on after, mm-hmm. and Skepta, whose time Toby also went into. So yeah. mind you, on that day, it was 95 degrees in D.C., so... I don't know, you add whatever humidity index you want to on, onto that. And then and, massive people. And there was no air. Like, there was just, like, no air in that, that crowd of people. People were falling out left and right. I almost had to rescue you. We're not going to talk about that. You're right. <laughs> uh, uh, people were falling out, her. People were falling out. I saw it with my own two eyes. I saw it, too. <laughs> I saw it too. From, from, you know, from second person perspective. <laughs> uh, and, and that's where it started to get dangerous because it was hard. People couldn't move um, and it was hard to get water. So, like, once you were at a show, like, if you didn't have water, tough luck. Like, you, you weren't going to get any uh, unless you really, like, waited it out. And then eventually yeah. people started passing out water and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, so that was a problem. There was another issue on the day two of the event where, uh, like, you know, people left and then they couldn't get back, let back in because they were like, quote unquote, at capacity, which that didn't make sense, which brings me to my point in just like they sold way too many tickets. Yeah. Um, I thought like I thought, you know, like I, I got my ticket the day it was available. Uh, and I thought, all right, they're probably going to sell out soon or something like, because I'm thinking if I can't go, I need to sell my ticket. They never stopped selling tickets. No. Uh, and they didn't sell the one day tickets either, which they usually do to try and like balance out, you know, like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. if you want to see the one, somebody this day, you can go ahead. You don't want to see pay for three days. Yeah. They did none of that, uh, which I don't understand why, but I don't know outside of logistics and stuff. Like, so basically I learned my lesson by day three. Yeah, and because day two was chaotic. They had like Uzi and Pharrell, um, and they had Race Fremmer at the other end, and Jid. So I was trying to like make my way down Independence Ave and get to Pharrell, which took me a whole hour and a half. Um, what and, yeah, from moon to sun? Yes, wow. yes. Yeah, no, this is dedication, her. But I'm telling you, bro. And I felt like a sardine being pushed through a straw. Like it was different and that's the thing about the it speaks to logistics as well is that they did a poor job of balancing the venue 
Yeah. So say you have, you'll have like what Earth Gang on one stage, and then you'll have like the Dave yeah. Matthews Band on another yeah. stage. Yeah. And you'll have like some other unknown group on right. like the other stage. Yeah. Everybody's going to go see Earth Gang. They're mm-hmm. part of Dreamville and all that. Mm-hmm. So everybody's going to coagulate to this one place yeah. that causes this bottleneck, and it's not good for logistics at all. Yeah. And, but the one thing I will say, I probably said the one thing I will say about a thousand times. The next thing I'll say is that uh, I, I, I was amazed that I didn't see any fights. Yes. Despite all that pushing and um, you know, there's some arguing, but no fights. I thought there was good energy in the crowd. Um, sometimes you could like look on Twitter and you see, you know, people's concerts. Like you'd be a big artist, but the crowd is just dead. I didn't feel like that was the case at yeah. all for any um, performance I saw. So that felt really good to be part of that. Um, and so, so I learned my lesson. Uh, after day two of like spending an hour and a half missing Uzi's whole set to get to Pharrell, yeah, uh, who was cool, and he, you know, he brought out clips and he brought out JT. Um, so Sunday, I literally, you know, I saw her at, at Sun Stage. <laughs> I was there around two p.m. I was ready to see Saba, you know, out of West Side Chicago, one of my favorite artists. I did not move from that spot from two p.m. to midnight. I I, I posted up. I, I woke up that morning and I made my intention very clearly. I said, I'm going to eat a bagel and this is the last thing I eat until I leave here tonight. And it's funny because we went up to you and we were like, yo, you know, Post Malone's going to be on like the opposite event, opposite stage of the venue. And you were like, nah. Herb, Herb, there might as well be cinder block shoes on <laughs> yeah. my feet. I am not moving. Yeah. But no. you saw some really good performances. We from saw. right up close yeah. so it was totally worth it like I saw uh, Denzel Curry was really hype um, I, I'd never seen him perform before but he's also an artist I really like he you know had the whole mosh pit thing going uh, he jumped in the state jumped in the audience like song one mm-hmm. Bia was tough Who I, I say of all the acts I saw I say Bia was like the most not surprising to me but like she really stood out to me because she, I don't really listen to her music like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I know her songs. Um, but I didn't really expect her to be that good of a performer. Yeah. She came out with the energy. She controlled, you know, uh, the audience. She brought the dude up on the stage. Yeah. He killed it. Like, she had the choreography thing going on. Um, what was your favorite? What was your most, like, standout act? Yeah, so let's, 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 start, let's start getting the, uh, what was it, superlatives? Mm. of the festival yeah. so as we wrap up um so we're gonna do best act okay the one you regret missing okay. the act you regret missing yeah um and if you think of a third question maybe okay the best acts that i've seen were toby nuigwe yeah he was 100 percent worth the wait i would feel like mm-hmm. mostly because like one he's one of those people he's one of those artists that don't perform the song the same way it's recorded yeah 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 so yeah. chance does the exact same thing sometimes yeah, yeah where it's like either like he manipulates the music in a certain way but it's still the song that's recorded mm-hmm. and he has the dancers and all that it yeah. sucks that he was on that small ass stage i know it yeah. really sucks um second performance i really liked anderson pack was cool oh, yeah, anderson yeah, pack yeah. brought out my boy corday yeah. it was fantastic yeah. i loved every single minute of it um, Post Malone will probably be my third. Okay. Cause, but that's just bias because I know the songs. You, you know, know what I mean? Um, 
You know. I'll let you go, then we figure out. Well, which I, one's lo- I love, I loved, um, I love Toby bringing out Pharrell too for that new song. And they, yeah, they did that unreleased song. That was really good. Um, I would, say, you know, I would say my top performer was someone I've actually I saw for the second time, but Jid. Yeah. Jid was like he 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 like all around hip hop performance. He did it all. Like you know, not just like hyping up the crowd, talking to the crowd, but also like telling stories, talking about like some history behind the music, like mm-hmm. his own story, talking about DC, bigging up the people. Um, and then also like just playing the samples. Like that's a small thing, but like, you know, he's playing Scenario by Tribe Called Quest. Oh, and like, okay. he's like, oh yeah, I sampled this in this song. Like, so it was just really cool. It was just like a seamless performance. Um, he had like the real lyrical vibes. He had the mosh pit vibes, all that. And then um, the next act I'd say that really stood out to me was actually Tyler, the creator. Yeah. Like the last, you know, closing it out. Um, And he's one of those, like, to what you said earlier, like, he's actually not someone who I, like, listen to. Like, I wouldn't consider myself a Tyler, the creator fan because I know, like, Tyler, the creator fans, like, really know all his stuff. I don't, I like his music, but I'm not a Tyler, the creator fan, per se. And... I was like, I just love the way he performed with his energy. He's funny. Like he had, he this man walked out on a mountain. Like literally, like they they, they were setting up his stage for like 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Set up a whole stage. He like hiked up the thing, hiked up the thing, and then, you know, got the people going. Uh, it was just a really good energy. So those are my my favorites. Um, the next question was when you regret. Who do you re- regret not seeing? Uh, this is might be a hot take but Skepta I really uh, wish I had seen Skepta um, just cause I feel like he's kinda like fatherly of the the UK drill scene mm-hmm. you know he's kinda I guess you could call him an old head now yeah um, and I could I was kinda stuck between him and Usher so it was really actually I regret like I regret not picking one decisively and just mm-hmm. making a run for it because I was in the middle and it was kinda cacophonous like I was hearing both Skepta and Usher talk about situation. <laughs> like I was like, it was just not. It, it was. It didn't sound right. Of course. Um. So that was that was my regret of the, of the piece. I think my regret would have been Lil Baby. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were in line for food because we didn't yeah. like. We were Friday. Yeah. That ninety six degrees. Yeah. People passing out, and I only had like a <laughs> bottle of water. And a Starbucks sandwich, mm. I was I was like, look, I gotta get some food in me yeah. before I end up like one of them and probably be on somebody's Twitter page or something like that, yeah. and get tagged as a new black podcast. Maybe that'd be probably good for us. But little baby, we was on food line for pizza, and he started playing. You forget how many hits somebody has, right? Especially like little baby. Every single song was probably on the Billboard Top One. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every single song that he no played, doubt. like it was like. You like like oh he's done with he's done with like uh, wants and needs okay then you hear freestyle you're like oh yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying and we were, I, we were in line for this and I was like dang I want to be over there right. yeah. <laughs> at the same time um, I think Black is another one because we were waiting I heard for he Toby was really good yeah we were waiting for Toby um, and I miss Pretty Little Fears. Yeah, I kind of wanted to see Earth Gang too because you know that was Proud of You was the soundtrack for our senior year at college. Yeah, did he play it? Oh yeah, they did, and they were like free YSL and all that. Damn it! Yeah, no, they came in with energy, man. Um, Like they actually, 
they're like rock stars. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't really... I, 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 I shouldn't be say I was surprised by it, but like that was like, yeah, they are like rock stars. Like, they're not just rappers. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, third superlative. Um, I guess funniest moment. Like, like, like that has nothing to do with music. Funniest moment. That has... Ooh. Dang, I'm trying to think. Oh, Post Malone. Yeah. Because he has a... he, You know, he has the thing of, like, when he performs, he gets so into his music. Uh. But he also, like, is also slightly inebriated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a generous statement. Okay. So he, he comes out to wow. And he uh-huh. comes up with a Bud Light can and balances on his head as he's walking forward in the stage. And we're like, oh, yeah, this guy's different. fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably the funniest Posty. part. Yeah. But he did. I mean, he, this, that's what I'm saying. He got hits. hits. He got hits. He got hits. Yeah, man. You know, I was surprised 21 Savage and him didn't um, do anything together. Cause that's the thing about, because this was my first festival. Yeah. And... I didn't realize the bring out factor. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you'd be yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. Anderson Pack's performing. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he's doing rich. He's doing rich nigga problems. Oh, yeah. okay. And he's like, and you hear like, then you see Corday like come Run out from out. the background. Mm-hmm. Toby Wigway. You yeah. like, oh, I, oh I can. I got this new song that I'm about to perform. Yeah. Pharrell comes from yeah. back at the stage, and we're like, oh, like Uzi brought out Pharrell. They did Neon Guts together. Exactly. Um, like all those clip songs that Pharrell produced, mm-hmm. uh, like they were doing those. Um, I don't think any. I, I remember anyone else bringing someone out, but the moment that was funny for me that had nothing to do with music. I, I was saying this earlier, but like the lady stealing phones, getting caught, and like this is not something I saw, but like just seeing it on Twitter, like, the, I think it was the Saturday. Yeah. Like, there was some lady just, like, pocketing people's phones and putting them in a backpack. And, like, of course, the good Washingtonians of something in the water, they, <laughs> they, they, they administered justice. Yeah. And, you know, they exposed her mm-hmm. um, on the internet and, you know, showed all the phones that she had taken. So that was good to see. You know what's crazy? Because she had to have a ticket to get in. So she's right. paid... Three hundred and sixty something dollars, and was like, "I'm gonna get this money back." <laughs> so, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that was, but that was a funny moment. All right, so to that point, I guess last question is: Was it worth it? Was it worth it? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent worth it. I would do again. <laughs> I, I agree with you on that. I don't recommend stop. I, the crowds need to cut down, but yeah. I would do again. No, that was that was. I, I really love the fact that they brought that to DC, and I you know I hope it kind of can become a staple mm-hmm. uh, for the city because there's nothing else really like that in DC. They have stuff in Maryland and Virginia, but nothing in DC like no. that. Um, hopefully, it can be a little bit you know more spacious and like less crowded um, in years to come. But in terms of the art and the lineup they brought, like. That was unparalleled. I don't think I've ever seen that kind of slew of like just incredible artists back to back to back. Yeah, that's um, crazy. But yeah, I mean, I think that's our our um, something in the water wrapped. I do want to say that there was actually something in the water. I did find, I did figure out what was in the water. It was My neck sickness. Just it was oh, illness. Yeah. Um, yeah. COVID. <laughs> everything. Yeah, it was everything. Yeah, pretty you, much. You, you could. You could Pick, you know, take your choosing. Um, 
I was down. I was out. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why this episode is coming so late. <laughs> um, I did. We were also at conferences, though. We were at conferences. We were getting the bag. Yes. We so, were. Just be proud of us for that. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. We were out here, Virginia Tech, Dallas, you know, doing the good things that um, black men of clout do. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of Dallas, though. I say that. Um, I, I The food was really good. It's a concrete jungle and it's flat. There's no, like, there's no trees like this. You know, there are out here in Maryland or Virginia. Uh, not a lot of, like, wildlife or anything like that. Um, and it's just a weird Texas culture. Like, Texas culture, I don't really... Like, I was explaining to people, because it was an international conference, I was explaining to people from, like, UK, I'm like, not all of America is like this. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, is this what America's like? I'm like, no. No. Um, so... Texas really does stand on their own. Yeah. Blacksburg is probably the same way. So they got mountains. Um, yeah. But yeah. We're doing good. We're doing good. We're doing good. That's the update. You know. Um, short podcast today. We're going to celebrate today. our friends. Yeah, we're going to um, go celebrate our friends. I'm already three high noons and a white claw deep. So that uh, <laughs> might get back. Don't worry. I have a designated driver. <laughs> I saw this tweet <laughs> earlier. And it's, you know, July 4th coming up. But someone said, no, I don't have quote unquote plans for the fourth. I'm not a Republican. <laughs> I said, no, my God. You don't need to be a Republican to enjoy a day off. So Yes, exactly. Enjoy the long weekend. Um, this episode will probably come out after that, but yeah. I hope you enjoyed your fourth. Exactly. Right. Um, yeah. Be so safe. be safe. Stay dangerous. And blessed and black. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you later.